Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Oh boy. Nice to be back in the uh, home base here in Jersey City. Oh, that's right. Nothing, of course, uh, against the Holy Land. would rather be there, as you know, but uh, there's just something about being at our home base in Jersey City, New Jersey, and speaking to folks all around the world. Hello, everybody. How you doing? Welcome to a Tuesday. My name is Nahum Siegel, and um, it is uh, good to be back. I want to thank both Mayor Weingarten... And Randy Wartelski, who uh, took care of the uh, radio broadcast Friday and Monday over the long weekend for me. There are times when I actually land in Newark Airport and come straight here to a do Friday show. It wouldn't have worked out anyway. It's funny. Uh, Timing-wise, it would not have worked out. We landed pretty late, from what I remember from those flights at the land at Newark. We landed like 5.45 or so. So I wouldn't have worked that anyway. Plus, in addition to that, I had a mishap in Israel, which was, I think, relatively undetected by our audience on Thursday. Uh, I had broken my uh, left elbow Wednesday night in Yerushalayim, so I felt it was more important to get, <laughs> more important to get to the doctor Friday morning than to do JM in the A. I'm glad I concluded that. Uh, so were some of the people around me. Anyway, um, thank God everything is uh, on the road to recovery. It's going to be a while, but it's on the road to recovery. And I think I've done shows under a whole variety of circumstances. Today I have an opportunity to uh, to actually host and engineer the entire show under a new set of circumstances. A big thank you to everybody, the entire team, Miriam L. Wallach and ZK and the PC guy and Stan and everybody who worked so hard behind the scenes to make last week's programming such an amazing success. A big thank you to our friends at Nefesh Benefesh. It was a uh, an amazing uh, 24 hours, I guess we'd call it, uh, from the moment we started broadcasting last Monday morning all the way until our final moments at Ben Gurion Airport on Tuesday with all the Olim. It was something uh, extra special. A lot of people have made Aliyah already. A lot of folks... A lot of people, tens of thousands from North America and specifically from the tri-state area, tens of thousands have made Aliyah over the last few years. A lot of them came over to us during our broadcast at Ben Gurion Airport. It was interesting. And for us, it was mixed feelings. You, uh, you're in the euphoria of this incredible celebration that goes on each time, especially with a chartered flight. And this was the 50th Nefesh Benefesh chartered flight. 
So especially on a charter flight, there's just so much going on, so much happening, so much hoopla, so much happiness and celebration. And you know, the other half of you feels guilty that you're not really <laughs> moving to Israel, that you have a scheduled ticket to return a couple of days later. So that was a little strange, but uh, it was amazing being there and witnessing it and being part of it and just uh, meeting everybody who's so happy in the Holy Land, people that had moved there a month ago, a year ago, a decade ago, a generation ago, whatever the case may be. It was really something. And then a big, big thank you to our host at Yeshivat Shalvim. We had an amazing visit there. We uh, We were told it would be a great visit. Uh, but boy, it was, it was spectacular. Really a nice visit, and I hope that, uh, you heard all the shout outs for the American students who were there. We met a lot of them last Wednesday, and then we headed on over to Shalvim for Women, a very impressive facility as well in Yerushalayim, and they, I assume, are now in full swing. Today should be their first full day in that beautiful facility, um, celebrating their 10th year. So we wish them the best and thank them for their hospitality. And, of course, Thursday, after the whole uh, hoopla, or I should say uh, after the craziness of Wednesday night and uh, early Thursday morning, and um, I have to give a very, very, very big thank you to uh, Chief of Staff Rabbi Yigal Siegel, who is uh, not only... uh, completely dedicated to uh, our entire cause, but is an amazing chovesh, a medic, and really helped out during this whole situation all night long on Wednesday nights. I thank him. Uh, But after all that, we uh, did make it to our mayor of Bracha after suspecting that maybe we were just not supposed to do a show there because we had postponed there a couple of times with my foot surgeries. We finally made it to our mayor of Bracha, spent some time there, and uh, had a wonderful show Thursday afternoon, which you heard here on Thursday morning. So a big thank you to everybody who made everything possible. And a, uh, I got to give a couple of special shout-outs. Thank you to Talk and Save. Talk and Save helped uh, keep us connected with the United States. Uh, they're the folks that are renting cell phones all the time for people who are traveling from anywhere to Israel. So thank you to Talk and Save. Information at talkletterensave.net. A very big thank you to Menashe Sofer, who always gives us amazing VIP treatment in Israel whether it's, in this case, heading up and back to Shalvim or uh, to and from the airport. And uh, because of my circumstance, he was uh, even more extra helpful. So a big thank you to Menashe Sofer. You can uh, search him online and get uh, some amazing VIP treatment and really uh, be treated the way you want to be treated on vacation in Israel. So I thank him very much. And a big thank you to all of you. We had tremendous reaction. Facebook update page, Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel, uh, got great reaction. And on Twitter, at Tall Jewish Radio and at Nachum Siegel Net, all that got great reaction. So a big thank you to all of our listeners who tossed in some amazing comments about the programming from Israel last week. 19 minutes before 7 o'clock on a Tuesday with 60-60. Oh, we didn't even do the music? Uh, we did, we, yeah, we did some nice medleys this morning. Yossi Rosenberg's Matovu medley off of Echoes of the Past. The Sephardic dance mix with Sameach. You heard the, uh, Sameach at the Wheel, volume two, with that great medley and Regesh Modani opening things up. We do say good morning with 66 degrees, 92% humidity, winds are west at four miles an hour. Sunshine today with a high of 87. It's a heat wave type, uh, conditions. 
today. Uh, clear tonight, low 70. Tomorrow, mostly sunny. A high temperature, 88 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 90.1. Tel Aviv at 86. Haifa at 90.1. A lot at 99. We're at 66 degrees on a Tuesday here at JM in the AM in Jersey City, New Jersey. And I thank you uh, to everybody out there who's listening from around the world. There's so many folks who listen. I mean, we heard it from Israel this time because we were hanging out there, obviously, but it just seems like there's so many folks around the world who are tuning in on a daily basis to stay connected with the JM and the AM uh, area, and I really appreciate that. It's incredibly amazing. Uh, we will be doing a Rosh Hashanah celebration show. We will be doing a New Year's celebration show, and it looks like it's going to be happening in Teaneck, New Jersey. It was originally scheduled for the end of this week. It looks like it's going to be in the middle of next week. Details coming up about our Rosh Hashanah celebration if you keep it right here at JM in the AM. We'll get you all those details and tell you all about uh, that very special morning. Yeah, we just keep going. We keep going with more and more celebrations and more and more great radio broadcasts. JM in the AM on this Tuesday will continue with Miami.
J.M. in the A.M., I believe we played that selection at Shalvim last Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. Eitan Katz for the Yerushalayim. Before that, Benny Friedman had no lyrics off of Tamu, David Dardashti with Asher Bara. <clears throat> Miami with Gale opening up that set Tuesday morning with sunshine and a high temperature of 87, 66 degrees right now. Again, a thank you to Mayor Weingarten and Randy Wartelski for taking over Friday and Monday here at J.M. in the A.M. post our journey. To the Holy Land. Facebook update page, Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel on Twitter at Nahum Siegel Net. You're tuned to America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Galite's all in the background. Do our uh, news from Israel coming up at the top of the hour. And uh, plenty more coming up here on this uh, Tuesday morning edition. Ellie Hagler scheduled to join us. There is a Yachad job fair, an important one, coming up toward the end of the month. We'll talk about that happening here at JM in the AM. And uh, Rabbi Goldwasser, of course, at the bottom of the hour. Elul chauffeur blowing as we try to keep up with that and plenty more. Big hello to all the summer camp uh, campers who are back. Lots came back yesterday. Many came back toward the end of last week. We paid visits to a whole bunch of great places this summer, and we say welcome back to reality <laughs> from all of us here at JM and the AM. Very little time between camp and school this year, this time around. So uh, use it wisely, as I'm sure you will, all of you. All of us should use it wisely, that's for sure. And... Um, Get ready for the brand new school year, which for so many is beginning before Labor Day. Lots of schools beginning before Labor Day. Could you imagine that? Some afterwards, but many, many before. So that means by next week, maybe even next week at this time, there'll be uh, a lot of young people heading out to school and getting ready for JM and the AM on, on a daily basis with us every single morning. A big hello to those who just moved to Israel with Nefesh Benefesh, who have already made JM and the AM part of their afternoon every afternoon. 
A lot of people told me they're going to be doing that, listening every afternoon in Israel to us as they adjust to life in the Holy Land. A special good morning or good afternoon to folks in Efrat. And I'm giving a special shout-out to Givatayim Israel. You know where Givatayim is? I'm giving a special shout-out from all of us here at JM in the AM on this uh, Tuesday afternoon in Israel. Galgalots in the background. When will our newscast begin? I don't know. I hope in the very, very, very near future. <laughs> For some reason it's been off recently and I have no idea why. I'll have to figure it out. I want to thank my special guests who came all the way from Petach Tikva to our Shalvim program on Wednesday to visit us next to Nofi alone. That was quite a surprise and quite a wonderful visit and I thank them very much. If you missed any of the pictures, any of the uh, details regarding the adventure that took place in Israel last week, check out our Facebook update page, Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel on Twitter at Nachum Siegel Net, and you'll get a good taste of what was going on while unfortunately you may have missed part of what was happening during our live stream and during our live programming here at JM in the AM. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio. 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday next. Boker Tov from Jamnes. <laughs> ראש ממשלת טורקי ארדואן טוען, יש לנו הוכחות שישראל היא שתכננה את ההפיכה במצרים, מדווחת חן פישר. ההוכחות כפי שמגדיר אותן ארדואן הם ציטוטים של אינטלקטואל יהודי. הדברים הללו נאמרו לכאורה בצרפת לפני הבחירות האחרונות במצרים. גם אם האחים המוסלמים ינצחו, הם לא יהיו בשלטון, כך מצטט ארדואן. דיווח בגרמניה, גורם ישראלי בכיר נועד בקהיר עם שלטונות מצריים לדיון על סדרי הביטחון בסיני. ג'קי חוגי. לפי הדיווח שהה הנציג הישראלי זמן קצר בקהיר ונפגש עם בכירים במערכת הביטחון שם. בשיחותיו נמסר, נדונו ההתפתחויות האחרונות בסיני והתאום בין ישראל למצרים בסוגיות הקשורות במצב הביטחוני בחצי האי. עשרים שנה להסכמי אוסלו, ביתו של יצחק רבין אומרת, לא ניתן להשיב על השאלה מה היה קורה אם אבי לא היה נרצח. במשדר מיוחד בתוכניתנו מה בוער, אמרה דליה רבין, קשה לומר אם היינו מגיעים להסכם, בכל מקרה, הסכמי אוסלו קבעו את תמונת הסדרי הקבע לעתיד, חלוקת הארץ לשתי מדינות לשני עמים. שרת הבריאות יעל גרמן אומרת כי מספר הילדים שלא יוכלו להגיע לבתי הספר בגלל חיסון הפוליו קטן מאוד. בתוכניתנו עושים צהריים, הוסיפה השרה גרמן, בכל מקרה, אנחנו נערכים לאפשר לאותם תלמידים ללמוד מהבית. אנחנו ממליצים לכל ילד עם מערכת חיסון מוחלשת או ילד שחולה סרטן ועובר טיפולים לקבל ייעוץ מהרופא המטפל שלו. נערכים לקראת אפשרות של e-learning, של למידה מרחוק, כדי שילדים שנאלצים באמת בגלל המצב להישאר בבית יקבלו את הלימודים מרחוק. השחיינים הישראלים שהתחרו באליפות העולם לספורטאים פראלימפיים נחתו בצהריים בישראל אחרי התחרות המוצלחת מבחינתם. יצחק ממיסטוולוב בזהב עם בלפיזרו בכסף. היה מאתגר, תחרות ראשונה שלנו בבריכות פתוחות, היה נחמד מאוד, חוויה, כמו תמיד. מדד החשמל עכשיו, צריכת החשמל ברחבי הארץ הגיעה לעשרת אלפים מגוואט, כ-84 אחוזים מסך יכולת הייצור. על פי תחזית חברת החשמל, בשעות השיא תגיע הצריכה ל-87 אחוזים מיכולת הייצור. ולסיום, ים של דמעות אחרי שמונה שנות זוגיות, נינת טייב ויהודה לוי, 
נפרדים. הזוג הוציא הודעה משותפת לתקשורת שבה למסר, ההחלטה נעשתה יחד באהבה גדולה, בחברות ובהבנה. אכן, תדהמה בביצה. אלה החדשות שעורך אסף ליברמן.
Set of music. Anavim Anavim is done by uh, Yossi Green, Mordechai Ben David, and company. Off of the uh, eighth note here at JM and the AM. Uh, before that, you heard Achenu from uh, 
a CD entitled uh, Vishavu Vanim. Excuse me, Achenu Volume 3 with a song entitled Vishavu Vanim. Yitzhi Spinner at Osa Shalom. Baruch Levine opened up the hour with the piano boy off of Touched by a Nigun here at JM in the AM. Tuesday morning on this 20th of August, the 14th of Elul. Thanks to those of you around the world who are tuned in on a JM in the AM Tuesday. And my thank you to both Mayor Weingarten and Randy Wartelski for taking care of things Friday and Monday. Much appreciated. Want to wish a mazel tov. Tonight is the wedding of Ilana Prozansky and Demosha Binyamin Linsky. Wedding taking place down in Brooklyn. A special mazel tov to our good friends, Mr. and Mrs. Josh Prozansky and the entire Prozansky and Linsky families from all of us here at JM in the AM. Mazel tov. Also want to take this opportunity to wish a mazel tov to the Rosenfeld and Dulitz families, both from Bergen County. We celebrated down in Lakewood this past Sunday an unbelievably joyous occasion. It was just unbelievable. It was such a uh, an incredibly labadic wedding. And uh, to the Rosenfelds, Edie and Elliot, and of course uh, to all the grandparents and the extended family, everybody I know for a long, long time, and of course the extended Dulitz family, very well known in our community and other and yet another family that we know for a long, long time. A very special Mazda from all of us here at JM and the AM. As I always say, the Simcha is uh, at least double when you know both sides. And it was a great uh, celebration this past Sunday. And I'm sure anybody who was uh, there for the wedding agrees with me. So to both the Rosenfeld and Dulitz families, Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Sunshine today with a high of 87. Clear skies tonight, low 70. Mostly sunny for tomorrow with a high of 88. Yeah, they're talking about heat wave type weather. We already have humidity over uh, 92%. So I guess it's going to feel pretty uh, hot and humid all through the day and for most of the week. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmasser of Zev, Venerabiosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with morning chizuk. Good morning. The Talmud in Avodah Zarah relates to Rebbe Lozer ben Dardoye had committed every sin in the world. Once, he heard that there was a renowned woman of ill repute that was very far away. He traveled the seven seas in order to reach her. When he met her, she blew out air from her mouth and said, Just as this breath of air cannot return to its original place, so too... Elozer ben Dardoi will never be received in Shuva. Rebbe Lozer then sat between the mountains. He cried out, Plead for mercy for me, that my Shuva should be accepted. The mountains answered, Before we can pray for you, we have to pray for ourselves. He called to heaven and earth, Please pray for me. They answered too, Before we can pray for you, we have to pray for ourselves. He then ran to the sun and moon. He repeated his request, Please pray for me. They replied, We can be destroyed because of your transgressions. Before we can pray for you, we have to pray for ourselves. He then continued to cry to the stars and constellations, and he received a similar answer. Finally, Rebbe Lazar realized that he would have to take responsibility for himself. He put his head between his knees and he wept so violently that his neshama left him. At that moment, a heavenly voice proclaimed, Rebbe Lazar ben Dardai has acquired a place in Olam Haba in the next world. 
When Rabbi Yehuda Nasi heard this, he exclaimed, Yesh koin olamoy, one can acquire eternal life after many years, another in one hour. Why did Rebbe Lozer appeal to the mountains, to the heaven and earth, to the constellations, to ask for mercy? The Sefer Herhure Tshuva tells us that Rebbe Lozer understood that when man transgresses, he not only adversely affects his own soul, but he corrupts the entire creation. As we learn in Mesilas Yesharim, the path of the just, upon analysis, one will see that the world was created to serve mankind. However, the world stands in the balance. If one is drawn to this world and distances himself from his Creator, he will be corrupted and he will corrupt the world with him. It was only after he heard that they have to beg for mercy for their own existence because they had failed to fulfill the will of Hashem that Rabbi Lozer understood that the obligation to achieve mercy was solely his. Once, the great Rav Shach was walking together with his Talmidim on Shabbos. They reached the border of Bnei Brak. It was very obvious, the boundary between holiness and the mundane. The Godel asked his entourage, Why is it that there is Shmira Shabbos? They observe the Shabbos on this side, but on that side, pointing across the boundary, there is no Shmira Shabbos. One of the Talmidim replied, Rebbe, it's very simple, because until here is the boundary of Bnei Brak. Over there begins the boundary of Ramat Gan. Rav Shach answered, No, that's not the reason. The reason is because only until there, pointing to the boundary, does the influential power of our own Shmira Shabbos reach. Beyond this point, it doesn't extend. If we would be stronger, more vigilant in our own Shmira Shabbos, its influence would intensify and reach to the other side. Then there would be Shmira Shabbos in Ramad Gan, just the same as in Bnei Brak. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
J.M. in the A.M. A big hello to our friends at Hask. We had an amazing day there. You may recall, those of you who are paying attention during the summer to our incredible programming, we had an amazing day at Hask, which ended up being a Thursday J.M. in the A.M. And uh, I'm told that Hask ended last week, so we say good morning to all the uh, campers, counselors, and those who uh, had a fantastic time up in Parksville, New York. We enjoyed our visit. I can tell you that much. J.M. in the A.M. Tuesday. That's from Hask. 26 with Avramel here at JM in the AM. 22 minutes before 8 o'clock, a big thank you to everybody at Nefesh Benefesh who made last week's journey to Israel uh, remarkable. I am so glad that so many listeners were tuned in on Monday and Tuesday when we did our program with Nefesh Benefesh and landed in Israel with the throngs of uh, welcomers, greeters, who were there to greet the real Jewish heroes, and that is, of course, those who made Aliyah. It was somewhat strange being part of that group or walking with them as they were being greeted and showered with love and affection, but it really was amazing. And uh, our show from Ben Gurion Airport right after we landed was uh, just unbelievable. Uh, in many ways, a dream come true. A thank you to our friends at Shalvim who made Wednesday so remarkable for us, both at Yeshivat Shalvim, and of course at Shalvim for Women in Yerushalayim, who I am assuming are in their first full day today in Yerushalayim. And we had a lot of regards from uh, a lot of wonderful students that we met there at Shalvim, so I hope you heard the shout-outs, those of you uh, parents out there. Hope you heard the shout-outs, and hope you had the uh, chance to tune in. If not, we have an archive section at jmnam.org. And of course, our Mayor Bracha for Thursday's show, which came after my... Uh, my mishap Wednesday night in Israel where I actually broke my left elbow. <laughs> in fact, this morning is reconfirming something that I learned uh, many, many years ago when I dislocated my shoulder, and that is how hard it is to do this show with one arm. But we are persevering, Baruch Hashem. Thank God. And I'm giving a special shout-out to Rabbi Yigal Siegel, the Chovesh in the center of Jerusalem, who was so helpful on Wednesday night and late into Wednesday night and early into Thursday morning. And a big shout-out to our friends at Armeyer Ubracha. We made it. We got there to the show. Uh, conducted the show on Thursday. And if you missed any of it, there's an archive section at jmnam.org. We could hear the entire thing. Big thank you to Miriam L. Wallach, to ZK, to BC Guy, and everybody who was helping out behind the scenes to make last week such a success. And finally, to Mayor and Randy for taking care of Friday and Monday's show. We greatly appreciate it, and thank you for keeping things going here at JM and the AM. Back in the saddle here in Jersey City as we continue at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. We are up in Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world in the web, jmtheam.org.
Zero, I'm going to be a 
In the AM, 8 o'clock in the morning, and it's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Up in Rockland County, it's 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Shwebel Shar from Levine with Achas. You heard Shlomo Kalbach and Lule Torascha. Shalshelas and Gam Kielech, the YU Maccabees with Come Back. That brought me back to last week in our amazing programming from Israel. Incredible. Missed any of it? No problem. Head to the web, jmtheam.org, archive section of jmtheam. You'll be glad you did. Lots of great programming to listen to whenever you wish. Live stream on all day long with amazing music. Keep it going at your desk. ZK will host the Tuesday Live Lunch, get his impressions of what it was like in Israel last week. Maybe he'll give you some inside details that I have not disclosed on the air. Who knows? That's happening at 12 noon Eastern time on the stream, jmandtheam.org. 
and um, keep the stream going all day long. Um, want to take this opportunity and thank our friends at the Jewish Press. Uh, yesterday, I was asked to um, moderate their Republican forum uh, with the Republican candidates for mayor of the city of New York. I did the Democratic one, you may recall, a few weeks ago. Now it's time for the Republican uh, gathering, and from what I'm told, the three major Republican candidates are all going to be there. Monday night, Borough Park Y in Brooklyn, New York, this coming Monday evening at 8 p.m. So I thank the Jewish press, and I hope to join them this coming Monday night. That's the plan, as they say. Ellie Hagler is scheduled to join us this hour. The Yachad Job Fair is happening August 29th. We'll talk about that and much, much more if you keep it right here at JM in the AM. Let's fill this hall with Simcha, Simcha, Simcha. By the way, say hello to Mandy Hershkowitz there on the keyboard.
Shasha 
in the AM. Shirley Williger with words we're going to become very familiar with a couple of weeks from now. Can you believe the brand new year starts two weeks from tomorrow night? Kiva Karas, which is uh, from the CD entitled The Rebbe's Nigun here at JM in the AM. Before that eighth day with Play Your Music off of Chasing Prophecy. That Asher Bara came from a group entitled Ora Simcha, a self-titled CD. Here at JM in the AM. Well, I mentioned uh, Ellie Hagler earlier. Actually, it's not Ellie Hagler who's joining us this morning. It is uh, Dina Balk. Dina Balk is the um, representative of Jewish Union Foundation, an affiliate of Yachad. And they are the ones responsible for the Yachad Job Fair. The Yachad Job Fair happens on August 29th. I beg all the potential employers out there to circle the calendar August 29th. The Yachad Job Fair happens in Lower Manhattan starting at 11 a.m. 
It's for individuals with special needs. You could register online, yachadjobfair.eventzilla.net. That's yachadjobfair.eventzilla.net. There's also a phone number, 212-613-8320, 212-613-8320, or jufjobs at ou.org, jufjobs at ou. Dot org. Dina Balk, Jewish Union Foundation, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you very much. I was told that the last Yachad job fair was a great success. Is that true? It was. The last job fair was really exceeded all of our expectations. Um, we had about 16 companies in attendance. Um, it was back in March. And over 400 job seekers showed up um, with about 100 service coordinators, and they rep- they, were, they came from all over the city. They represented 30 different service agencies, so it was really a fantastic event. Not to discourage them, but aren't you shocked at how many companies come through and uh, attend and are part of the job fair? Uh, I mean, it's it's such a great event. I think it's such a great um, it's such a great forum to really show that you support this population and get get some great advertising in for your company. But it definitely is. It's it's always a crunch in the final minutes to get those companies <laughs> to secure their attendance. So even over the next couple of days, you'll be getting a lot of calls, most likely. Definitely. Um, not to overstate the obvious, but sometimes it pays to do so in order to get a point across. Why is the unemployment rate higher for people with disabilities? So I think that um, aside from, you know, people with disabilities obviously have different skill sets and different abilities than, um, you know, the typical population. But I think that there's this overwhelming stigma about people with disabilities in the job, in the workforce. And I think that that's something that's outdated, but still prevalent. So people, um, you know, employers will consider when they consider this, you know, hiring someone with a disability, it's, you know, the thought is always, well, you know, that's such a great thing to do, but I don't have time to let one of my staff, you know, lead someone around and really show them Mm -hmm. how to do their job. And that's absolutely not, um, you know, how we operate and how we we expect any employer to operate. Well, do they get assistance with the training program and with the entire process, the uh, orientation of getting somebody into their brand new job? So through Yachad and through our vocational program, we provide one-on-one job coaching at every uh, at every job we send anyone to. So whether or not that person has to be, you know, really hands-on or they can kind of take a step back, uh, their job is really to oversee what the person is doing, help them communicate with their boss, um, and just make, make sure things go smoothly, um, kind of troubleshooting. So it's really just just assist general assistance. So there's a point where the employer can just say, okay, it's time to start working, and they've been coached and trained enough where they literally could start. Absolutely. Well, that's pretty good. Dina Balk is here, Jewish Union Foundation. We encourage all of the companies out there, and it's companies, it's it all corporate. Uh, who are we asking out there to come forward and be part of this job fair? Really anybody who's looking, who needs assistance in whether it's a business, an organization, a volunteer organization. So even a not-for-profit invited to attend? Even non-paying jobs right. are, are invited to attend. So work experience is work experience. And I think specifically people of this population who um, it's it's harder for them to find that, that invaluable experience, It's it would be really worth it for them to have, um, you know, even a non-paid job. A typical job fair can find about how many jobs for folks with disabilities. 
So I think that the, the typical job fair rate is about 10%, the success rate. So for any job fair, that's about 10% of the attendees you can expect to, to walk away with, you know, an, an interview or a job. And our job fair, actually, from the data that we've collected from the employers, um, the last job fair resulted in about 50 interviews. Wow. And 38 people received jobs. 38? Right. That seems like a big victory to me. It, it really was shocking and in a good way. Say the least. Um, I was told in advance as we were preparing for this conversation that there are jobs that are perfectly suited for adults with disabilities. Now, what does that mean? So I think it's hard to kind of pigeonhole the adults with disabilities because there's so many different kinds of abilities that people have. Um, but there's really people with disabilities can do things that pe- that typically functioning people can do. It's not, um, you know, obviously we want to play to people's abilities and people's right. skills. But, um, you know, we have people coming. Our last job fair, there was somebody who was blind who was a social worker. So he just needed a little help, you know, a, a forum that was a little more accepting for him. But he could do anything that a, a typical social worker could probably do. At the same speed and with the same efficiency. Absolutely. So. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, by the way, folks, uh, registration for the Yachad Job Fair, which is on the 29th of August, you can go online, yachadjobfair.eventzilla.net, or you can call the OU in the Yachad office at 212-613-8320, 212-613-8320. I'd have to assume that there's a link on the Yachad site as well, right? I would guess. I believe there is. That there's got to be there as well. Um, there are a lot of people who want to work. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of folks um, are stigmatized, not just with inability, but uh, sometimes people translate that into laziness or, you know, living off the public dole and no interest to get out there nine to five or even more hours and really put in a day's work. But you've met plenty of people who are exactly like that, who are ready to put in a day's work every single day. I think people, the reason that this job fair was so well-received is because people just want to work. They they have these amazing skills, and they just want to be put to use in a way that's rewarding for them, and that's rewarding for the greater community. So it's really, I mean, I think that was like one of the biggest things that we learned from this job fair. All right, so we want employers who are willing to give them a chance. Definitely. And the conversations like this and outreach that you do does, in fact, convince employers to open up their door and give it a shot. That's that's the idea. <laughs> I know it's the idea. I just want more and more people to do it. That's right. all. I want them to. I'm sure you do as well. I mean, you have some registered already, right? You have some companies and not for profits already registered for we the do. 29th, right? Yeah, we definitely. But we do. want more and more, don't we? we? Want, nev- it's never enough, right? Exactly. <laughs> so we want everyone to come on down and see what the uh, folks at Yachad could offer you in terms of great employees and to uh, register for the event and to really open up your doors. Get those interviews going, and based on the statistics you told us, the majority of those who were interviewed actually landed jobs last time around. It was a big chunk of people, so we're hoping for a similar success rate. You could say that again. Uh, the job coach that you mentioned should not scare off the employee employers, because that job coach is actually taking the fee for the job coach is actually take, actually taken care of by Yachad, right? It is. I mean, it, it depends. There will definitely be people there who are unaffiliated with with agencies like Yachad. So they'll come in just looking for jobs. Um, they won't be backed by by this, you know, a job coach or anything like that. But, you know, Yachad is open to anybody that needs our services. Right. So. And the job, again, the job coach is taken care of by you guys. And right. uh, as soon as the uh, employee is ready, they can move right into the uh, Monday through Friday 9 to 5 job or whatever yeah. hours it may be. All right, everybody out there, you know what we're going to ask you to do. If you are an employer... 
If you're somebody out there who uh, who certainly has ever thought of uh, hiring an individual with special needs, or even if you've never thought of it, and based on this conversation, now you think you might be ready for it, uh, you want to make sure to contact the folks at the Yachad to register for the fair. I assume you just come down and you'll you will present, right? You will present at that time and and uh, match up people, you know, with companies, etc. Right? That's how it works. Yeah. Well, it really functions like a typical job fair. So we, you know, the companies will come and set up, and then we kind of open the doors and let people come in and walk around the room and and interact with employers. So it's really it's don't expect anything, you know, different than a typical job fair. It's right. just that's you know that's how it operates. All right. So when they set themselves up, they're basically declaring that we're ready to meet some folks with special needs and hopefully hire them. Yeah, absolutely. Simple as that. Uh, information at 212-613-8320, 212-613-8320. You can email jufjobs at ou.org, jufjobs at ou.org. What else do I need to know? Anything we left out this morning? Um, there's definite, there's there's tax incentives for employers oh. that hire people with disabilities. Well, that's good. So that's a big plus. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it, it would really just be a great forum for, for an employer to showcase not only, um, you know, get some advertising for their business in and, and, you know, show that they do great work, but really to, to show that they support this, um, this population and really promote inclusion in the workforce. Uh, you mentioned 38 people from the March job fair. Uh, maybe, not, maybe don't use that sampling uh, as an example, but in general, it, it would seem to me that once um, somebody from Yachad gets a job in this forum, they keep it for a while. Am I right? This is not like uh, they're in and out of the job force constantly. Am I right about that? No, it's it's definitely you know it's there are challenges that go along with every job placement. If somebody's really the right fit, they can. I mean, they'll stay in the job for a while, and they they eventually won't even need a job coach. Probably the employer will just say. You know, it's. I think that this person can do what they're doing on their own independently, right. and um, so no, it's definitely not a you know a revolving door right. of. And you've seen some superstar matches over Absolutely, the years. Absolutely, definitely. All right, there you have it. I wish you a lot of luck. The 29th of August, it happens in Lower Manhattan. Yep. And uh, anybody out there needs information, two one two six one three eight three two zero. We are encouraging everybody who um, who wants to uh, find some uh, wonderful folks who are ready to work. Uh, to come to the Ahad Job Fair and to be there at 11 a.m. on August 29th in Lower Manhattan. You can register online, yachadjobfair.eventzilla.net. You can call 212-613-8320. And let's make this another successful job fair. From the Jewish Union Foundation, an affiliate of Yachad, it's Dina Bork. Thanks so much for joining us. And uh, Shana Tova to you. Happy yeah. New Year. Thank you very much. Tuesday morning, it's JM in the AM as we continue at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 FM and around the world on the web at jmtheam.org.
J.M. in the A.M. Mama Rachel, that is uh, quite a selection. Journeys, volume number four here at J.M. in the A.M. Uh, before that, Diaspora and Malchuscha, La Kolzman, done by Udi Davidi. You heard Jonathan Sheinfeld with Kulanu Yachad after our conversation about the Yachad job fair. Eight minutes before nine o'clock, missed any of our conversations from Israel last week. Don't forget to head to the archive section of jmnam.org. A big thank you to our friends at Nefesh Benefesh. A big thank you to our friends at Shalvim and Shalvim for Women, and a big thank you to our friends at Our Mayor Obracha for making it a fabulous week last week. Thank you to both the Mayor and Randy, who sat in Friday and Monday here at JM&AM. Nice to be back here in uh, Jersey City and uh, in the uh, anchor position of uh, JM&AM, which uh, it's obvious based on uh, what we heard last week from folks living in Israel that it is uh, listened to worldwide on a daily basis, and we thank all of you for that. Mazel tov to the Przanski and Linsky family on the big wedding tonight. Ilana and Moshe, that's happening tonight down in Lakewood. Mazel tov. Also a mazel tov going out to the Rosenfeld and Dulitz families. Edie and Elliot Rosenfeld, Rabbi and Mrs. Alchanan Dulitz, a beautiful wedding this past Sunday. We were so glad to be there and celebrate in such an amazing festive atmosphere. Mazel tov from all of us here. At JM in the AM. Also, it was great to see Gary Wallen. It was great to see Shlemy Kaufman. A lot of great musicians there this past Sunday night. JM in the AM as we continue and maybe start wrapping things up already. Oh, believe it or not. On a Tuesday here at JM in the AM, this is Rev Sheva. Correction on that. This is Shlomo and Ami Cohen at JM in the AM.
Shlomo and Ami Cohen here at JM in the AM. I want to take this opportunity. I got an email from listener Sina, which I see came through. When was this? August 19th? What's today? The 12th? Oh, this is yesterday. All right. <laughs> That's pretty good for me. Uh, <laughs> I love the broadcast from Israel, the trip to people. They've inspired me. Uh, it was very uplifting. Uh, great news. The um, uh, oh, oh, Great news, a mazel tov to Avrami Nyman of Cedarhurst. Uh, Avrami Nyman of Cedarhurst and Ita Ereich of Pesek, a newly engaged couple. Mazel tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Uh, mazel tov the entire Nyman and Ereich family. Special mazel tov to incredible sister and brother-in-law Robin and, Robin and Rabbi David Nyman. Um... Honorable mention, of course, to Avrami's grandparents, Rabbi Mr. Shmuel and Shandel Nyman of Kew Garden Hills, and to Roberta Eisenman of Muncie. Couldn't uh, be with you last night to celebrate uh, in person, but we can't wait to meet Ita and dance at your wedding. Avrami, you rock. So there you go, folks. Iron Cena checking in from Florida with a brand new Mazel Tov for us to announce right here at JM in the AM. Wrapping things up with Reva Lasheva at J. Again, we're not wrapping things up with Revolution. <laughs> with Yisrael Juskowitz at JM in the AM. <laughs> My brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. And that wraps up a Tuesday morning broadcast. Thanks to Mayor and Randy for taking care of things during our absence. And a big thank you to everybody who enjoyed our programming from Israel. Tomorrow we're back. We'll start at 6 a.m. Make sure to join us. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.